Welcome to Best Song Ever. My name is Brian LeBen, and alongside me, as always, is my dear, dear cousin, Luke LeBen. How you doing today, Luke? Oh, I'm doing pretty well, all things considered. Uh, how about yourself? How uh, is this week of quarantine been treating you? You know, it's been uh, it's been interesting, as all as all weeks of quarantine have. Um, it's a a mixture of like um, boredom and feeling fine and then all of a sudden feeling dread and anxiety it's a great time um i i noticed that i had been like drinking a little too much over this quarantine water it's good you got to stay hydrated that's good you want Uh, eight cups a day you never had too much you're right you're right water would be good except it was uh alcohol that i was drinking too much of that's the opposite yeah and then recently i was like all right i'm gonna take a break uh and i didn't get like intoxicated one night (laughs) and (laughs) that night i felt really depressed and i had a really hard time sleeping so i'm back on the wagon i'm back (laughs) that was the one night you didn't drink you were depressed i got a drink okay (laughs) I didn't drink, and then I got depressed and anxious and had a hard time sleeping. Um, well, well, I'm not the drink police. Go ahead. Just uh, once you start slurring for the pod, I might need you to redo some takes. Right, yeah. I, I'm a little a little tipsy right now, but I'll be all right, I think. But today I did have um, what I call a temperature scare, where I, every few days, am like, oh, I'm sick. I better check my temperature. And it's been pretty funny because each time I check it, it's lower than the last time I checked it. <laughs> um, it, just, it just gets lower and lower. And today I like have the thermometer in and I'm, I'm looking down at it as the number's going up. And I'm like, oh shit, it's 99.2. And then it beeps and I look, it was 94.2. <laughs> you're like, you're so <laughs> becoming I don't know. more the temperature of a dead person. I think you're right. just going to slowly just temperature down until you're just gone. Yeah, it, it's it's possible. Um, but how has quarantine been uh, treating you? Oh, it's been good. By the way, when you were talking about your drinking, I was going to say, you know, it was also 420 this week. So mm. uh, that means in quarantine that you can smoke weed whenever you want. So just take that wow. into account. Yeah, that was part of the guidelines from the CDC. Did you see that? That's great. They no, said I didn't. I, I should check that out. It was out. hashtag all day doobers, and uh, they recommended you do that. So. <laughs> um, but no, Is I that- want is that what happened? Yeah. That is what happened, yes. Um, I wanted to share nice. something kind of funny that's been happening to me, and I'm wondering if this has happened to you, because, you know, we're supposed to be washing our hands a lot, and so mm-hmm. a lot of times I'll just, like, go to the bathroom just to wash my hands, like if i gone outside or, like, touched something, and I keep doing this where I walk in there, I wash my hands, and then the running water tells my body that it has to pee, and then I'm like, I just washed my hands. Now I have to either do a contact-free pee where I lift the toilet with my foot and just go no hands, you know. Um, right. But that's then you got to wash your foot, you know. And um, <laughs> right. I can't be doing Which that. Which is way harder. Yeah. And it's then I could just sit on the hands. toilet, but then I got to wash my whole butt, you know. So it's it's really tough. Right. And you don't want to pee like a little girl sitting on the toilet. Right. Could you imagine if the bros down at the gym were to see me? Oh, my God. I never hear the end of it. The bros at the gym are constantly, like, checking in on you during this quarantine, right? Like, they shouldn't. I told them not to put cameras in there, but they were like, dude, this is what all gym bros do. If you want to be a part of the gang, you got to let us put cameras in your bathroom and so i just let him do it you know i don't know if you should have done that but i mean too late now it's fine but It'll i want to work out fit in brian you're right you're right um but yes that has happened to me yeah where i've washed my hands and then yes had to go to the bathroom had to wash them again um my hands have i feel like i've washed my hands more in the last three weeks than i have in my whole life yeah me too um and they're so dry and every time i wash them um i'm 
making sure I, I am washing them for long enough. So I'm icing the space jam song uh, in my head while <laughs> yeah, I wash right, my hands. Right. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a great time. Uh, before this all happened, I went to a palm reader and she said, I can't read any of this too dirty. And, um, <laughs> I go we, back after, yeah, all well, we did done. a telehealth vid- visit yesterday and, uh, she said <laughs> she had a bunch of new insights. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Should we get the show started? Yeah, I think so. I, I think it's good to actually do what we've come here to do. Yeah. You know? This is, of course, best song ever. And Brian and I have hand-selected these songs for you. And these are clean hands that we yes. plucked these songs with. These are nice, clean songs. And you can know that if we were washing these hands while we had to pee, we went and peed and we washed them again. So it's okay. Yeah. Yep. We've sanitized the songs. You're at yep. no risk. So I picked three songs. Brian picked three. We're going to play them for you and each other. And if Brian plays one I really love, I'm going to give it my stamp of approval, which is Lordy, Lordy, Barry, Gordy. And likewise, if I play one Brian really loves, he's going to give his, which is... Papa Likey. All right, I'm going to get us started. And uh, Brian, I told you that all my songs today are breezy. You know, Mm. you might not be able to get outside to feel the breeze on your cheek, but this uh, just listen to this song and your cheek will be feeling real good. Uh, This comes from a Detroiter. And not only is this person a Detroiter, but it's someone I heard on a fine podcasting program on this very Planet Ant podcast network. Wow. Uh, This is Hala. And I first heard Hala on an episode of the Michael Dupree Variety Hour. Hala is the musical project of Ian Ruhala. Uh, He self-released two albums already and now is making his studio debut with the album Red Herring. And Ruhala said this about the record. For me, this record represents the moments in life where there is some sense of confusion to whether you're living in a comedy or a tragedy. Sometimes these feelings intermingle with each other. And I've talked about it many times on here that I'm a big advocate for comedy and serious songs and serious subjects and comedy songs. Just mix it all together because in life, comedy, tragedy, it's all intertwined. Um, So why would it not be that way in music? And so Hala uh, does that in some of his songs. And uh, we're going to listen to the song somehow. And speaking of comedy, uh, there is a funny video for this where Ian is like competing in a bowling competition against this like hot shot bowler dude. And it's really fun. I, I suggest you check it out. Ian said this about the song. He said, somehow was the first song written for this record. It was written in its most primitive state in my dorm room during my college days in mid-Michigan. Somehow took shape out of some of the financial troubles I was having as a young person transitioning into adulthood. In my naive mind, I thought that nobody was going to want to be in a relationship with me if I was broke. By this point, I had already made my decision to drop out of school, so I was feeling quite pessimistic about my love life and my future. So, again, it's capturing this sort of negative time in his life, but doing it with a sort of fun, irreverent slant. That's what Hala does best, baby. Um, So let's take a listen to Hala with Somehow. She's got me running for my life.
Hallelujah. I'll give that a pop a likey. That's for sure. At first I thought you were going holla. So also I was thinking about that. Right. Um holla to holla at your boy. But right. no, that song was that song was really great. It was uh not really what I expected. For some reason I thought holla was a little more like R and B or something beat driven. And this had more guitar in it, and uh, I like the guitar quite a bit in this song. Yeah, and I think maybe you're uh, thinking that way because he was sort of that bedroom pop style, sort of like Home Shake or like bands like that, where I feel like it does sort of get into that sort of rock like R&B uh, sound. A lot of those bedroom pop uh, artists are doing that style, but um, but yeah, he's really just like does indie rock and any genre you can get his hands on you know he actually previously recorded those two albums uh all by himself and this album other than a couple guys who did strings it's all him as well so that's all him playing those instruments but yeah i feel like it was uh, sort of a fresher sound than i remember as well because i mean it's a studio debut so he's getting out of the bedroom and into the studio and then right back into the bedroom because it's quarantine time, buddy. I, uh, I was going to say, getting out of the bedroom sounds great to me. Right? But yeah, it's great. I love the sound of like blending that acoustic guitar with the fuzzed out. Um, still has a sort of like messy DIY vibe, even though it's a bit more polished. I really like the uh, the idea of this song when he's talking about you know how he was thinking no one would love him because he didn't have money and i feel like that's he's not crazy for thinking that because we live in america where we worship the almighty dollar Mm. and uh so i think a lot of times you can feel like your worth is uh determined on on how much money you make and uh you know i'm glancing over at the tv where my wife's playing animal crossing and it's funny because recently i've been playing a lot of animal crossing and you make money in that you know and I'm like feeling like, oh shit, I'm broke. Like I'm not doing well. And I'm like, oh wait, that's just an animal crossing. I got money in real life. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But then vice versa, if I'm rich in animal crossing and then I look at my actual bank account, it looks a little uh, small in comparison, you know? So I know my, my wife just made 1.7 million bells in animal crossing today. She's loaded. And I'm like, where is that reflected in our bank account? You know, but it's not there. Um, they should uh, pass a bill to make animal crossing just be life. So then we can just have that money for real. I was thinking about it, though, recently, how I I don't know that the message of Animal Crossing is that great. It's like the most capitalistic game I've seen in a long time. (laughs) And also, it like, it's like my wife will constantly go to mystery islands and like uproot trees to take them back to yeah, hers. Yeah, you got to gut it. And like destroy <laughs> destroy these like it's very anti-environmentalist. <laughs> it's very pro-capitalist. It's a it's a really interesting game. Although it is very pro-DIY because you make things yourself. And you do uh, do it yourself, yeah. Speaking of DIY, that was some great DIY music we just heard from our good buddy Hala. So that was Hala with Somehow from Red Herring, out May 1st on Cinematic. I wonder if Hala's playing Animal Crossing. I don't know. Um, have you caught a Red Herring yet 
in Animal Crossing? You, I think you're thinking of a red snapper. Uh, there's a fish called a herring. I but I did catch a red, uh, red herring in my pup named Scooby-Doo uh, video game. Oh, great. I didn't. Yes. That's not a real game. I It might be. I wish I had it. But you remember the villain was named Red Herring on that show. I sure don't. But <sighs> I'm happy you do. Ryan. Okay, I'm going to find out if Pup Named Scooby-Doo is streaming anywhere, and we got to watch it. So, uh, I'm going to move on to an artist who is releasing one of the most hotly anticipated albums coming out soon. This is Phoebe Bridgers. Phoebes? Yeah, Phoebes. Um, Everyone's excited about this. Phoebe has been on a total uh, winning streak lately, uh, recording with... Connor Oberst in Better Oblivion Community Center, and also uh, as Boy Genius with Lucy Dacus and Julian Baker. Also, Brian, I played her twice recently, had a song with Matt Berninger from The National and uh, mm-hmm. Ethan Gruska, who I played. Also, she's on the new uh, Haley Williams album. Haley Williams from Paramore has yes. Boy Genius on a song. Yeah, she's doing it all and is coming out with her sophomore album soon. And I've just, uh, she's released two songs from it so far, and both of them have been fantastic. Uh, I'm going to play Kyoto, which I love this song so much. Um, And also, the song is about something that I have been feeling lately as well. Phoebe has said that this song, Kyoto, is about uh, imposter syndrome. Um, which is just kind of feeling like you're a fraud or you're going to be found out. I've felt this at various times in my life, but I'm feeling it right now because I, right when the stay at home orders happened, I started a new job. Um, Shortly after that, some people at the new company I'm at were let go or put on furlough, but I was able to keep my job, but I don't really know what I'm doing but I feel like I have to impress people. And so I, mm. I just feel this constant like, ah, oh, they're going to find out. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm an imposter and they're going to get rid of me. Um, they're not so, going to, Brian. You're doing great. I don't know. I that. say that well, thank you. with almost no knowledge on the subject. <laughs> I'm doing what I can. and yeah. um, But I feel like this is a normal human emotion. Absolutely. Um, you feel the anxiety and self-doubt um, constantly. And Phoebe Bridgers felt this about being in Japan for the first time. And, um, you know, she says it's somewhere she always wanted to go. And that playing music to people who wanted to hear it felt like she was living someone else's life. And it, it sounds kind of like a sad message, but it's not necessarily. It's just a true um, introspective examination of what she was feeling and this song just sounds happy and bright and uh i i love it so much it's one of my favorite songs of the year so far so let's go ahead and listen to phoebe bridgers with kyoto
gotta give that a lordy lordy Barry Gordy. Phoebe's she's a best song ever all-star at this point we played her on here countless times and uh you know it's funny because i the first time i ever heard of her was uh i got motion sickness sent to me from a publicist and i liked it a lot and reached out and didn't get permission to play it and then maybe it's because i was a little salty that i didn't get it but then i didn't really listen to the album when it came out and uh then she like blew up and I was like, whoa, it's, everyone loves Phoebes. And then she was doing this thing with Connor Oberst and I went back and listened and uh, I liked that first album. But yeah, what she's doing on these new songs, I feel like, is next level. This was a very interesting sound for her. While you can hear like her signature sort of melodies and way of singing, uh, the horns it seems very new, even like that little flute thing or whatever that is, uh, in the beginning. Yeah. It feels kind of fresh for her. And, uh, so I really loved her sound already, but I like what she's doing on these new songs a lot. And she's rocking that skeleton outfit, which is really cool. Yeah. The, the skeleton outfit is amazing. Um, and I think that that has to do with the fact that the album's called Punisher, um, okay. which is kind of fun. Um, um, so I thought maybe because the Stranger in the Alps album cover has like someone dressed like a ghost, so I thought maybe she was doing like a fun little ghoulie for each uh, mm. album. Like next time she's going to be dressed like a wolfman. <laughs> it could be. Who knows? Um, only time will tell. Uh, but yeah, I love the um, the uh, skeleton outfit that she has been wearing. Um, on the album cover, also, there's a, mu- a really fun music video yeah. for Kyoto, which was supposed to be shot on location in Japan, but for obvious uh, reasons, they were unable to do that. And instead, she's Japan wearing the came skeleton to them. outfit. Instead, in f- they brought the whole country over. In front of a <laughs> green screen uh of different japan locations it's really funny i actually love the music video because it's green screened i don't think i would like it as much if it was on location to be honest the garden song video is really fun too where she's in her room and all those people keep coming in uh and i did spot tignataro you can spot her in the video at one point you told me that yep she's doing she's doing a lot of fun stuff and actually um this song she originally wrote as a ballad and felt like she needed to switch things up that's funny i could see it working that way because that's what i'm saying is like it's one of her signature melodies so you could hear it being sort of more vibed out and slowed down yeah but i'm i'm all for the horned up and sped up horn it up speed it up we're ready to go exactly so that was phoebe bridgers with kyoto from punisher which is out June 19th on Dead Oceans. All right, my next song comes from a band out of L.A. called Mama. Now, this is not spelled like the horror movie Mama, nor like the mm-hmm. horror movie Ma. It's not Mama. It's Mama. So it's M-O-M-M-A. Just wanted to clear that up before mm. we get into it. Yeah. That's a good so clarification. Not. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so their band is led by co-singers, guitarists, and songwriters Etta Friedman and Allegra Weingarten. The album is called Two of Me. This sort of refers to their symbiotic writing style and their like close creative friendship. Allegra said, I remember the title Two of Me originally came from this creative day Etta and I were having together. Etta said something like, it's crazy being alone with you is like being alone with myself. It references that feeling and encapsulates how we write together, a form of communication where we'll constantly switch off who is playing lead and who is playing rhythm guitar in the same song. So it's cool that they have that sort of relationship, and I think it makes the music better when you have that sort of uh, creative friendship behind it. We're going to listen to this song called Double Dare. Two of me, Double Dare, it's like they got a whole theme going on here. Is this... uh a concept album about Nickelodeon shows. Um, are are the lyrics about the show Double Dare? Is there any reference to getting slimed? Um, tell me I'm on the right track here. <laughs> 
I'm not sure, but now I think I might need to do a slime re-listen. Uh, I usually do that once I've heard Nelm a couple times digested and I go back and see if there's any mention of slime. But I haven't done it yet with this album, so I'll I'll get on that. But for now, just listen to the song, Brian. I dare you. No. I double dare you. Here's Mama with Double Dare. <laughs> You know, despite there being no reference that I can discern to Double Dare, Nickelodeon, Mark Summers, or anything like that, I'm going to give this a papalikey for sure. Um, yeah. I knew pretty much within five seconds that Papa was going to likey. Immediately enjoyable yeah. to me. Loved their whole vibe. The sound is fantastic um yeah i i just i just really really enjoy this song i'm excited i've never heard of mama before very excited to uh dig into mama and see what else they have to offer well lucky you brian they uh just put out another single called biohazard recently so they got that to offer you and yeah i've heard uh many songs from the album and really like them it's sort of got they've been compared to like rap boys. I was thinking like sort of like old school girl pool. Um but sort of a brightness and a breeziness to it, but then uh I feel like they add in those sort of off notes and fuzz out guitar gives it a little bit of a sludgy feeling to it too that I like that sort of blend going on. So that was Mama with Double Dare from Two of Me out June fifth on Danger Collective. I'm going to move on to an artist that just put an album out on your favorite holiday of the year, 420. They put out this album, and it's kind of a remake of an album they put out last year. Also kind of a remix album, but sort of new at the same time. Really interesting. Can I guess who it is? I know who it is. you can. Is it Chromatics? No, it's not. Oh, Uh, they just put out a remix. 
mix of an album from last year too oh no no this is default genders which i oh. um email or i messaged you to check this album out on 420 but i don't think you did um hmm? check your facebook messenger status uh or uh history My status there. history you can't send me things on 420 brian it's like <laughs> i can't even find my computer it's such a's in here you're right you're right i'm sorry that was my fault but also their fault better. for putting this out on 420 um this is the musical project of jamie brooks and this is jamie's third release under the name default genders last year's album was main pop girl 2019 and this redo of the album is pain mop girl 2020 and oh yeah i did see this when you sent me that now yeah. you remember it just takes a while to didn't get see through the, the artist haze, names the haze of the <laughs> yeah brain. or that oh we'll stick with that um, um i really like that name pain mop girl though I, yes. that just brings to mind someone like absorbing other pain and just mopping it all up and taking it on themselves so it makes me think of yeah uh i i agree with that what i really like too was the way that jamie described um the new album which references video games which is always fun okay um so jamie says i don't really see it as a remix album it kind of is to main pop girl what final fantasy 7 remake is to the original it has the same characters, some similar dialogue, and many story beats, but it's a new thing. Um, and Final Fantasy VII just m- released a remake, um, like just mm. it, within the past week or or so, which okay. also has pretty much redone the story, has a lot of the same similarities, but is a different thing on its own. And I can see that having listened to uh, Main Pop Girl last year. And then now Pain Mop Girl this year. So I, I've listened to both of these, and I actually may prefer the one uh, that just came out, uh, Pain Mop Pain Girl. Mop. It's great. And So I, you're Team Pain Mop. I'm Team Pain Mop. But I don't think there's a wrong team to be on here. They're both great. Check them both out. It's fun. I've been all, since it's come out... Um, kind of going back and we'll listen to the a remade version of the song because Jamie redid the vocals for pretty much all the songs but say similar lyrics or the same lyrics it's it's really interesting to see how they relate to one another uh, yeah. very cool um, but we're going to listen to uh, a remix re- 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 remix we're obligated by law to do that every time we play a remix I'm sorry you're right so let's get into it. This is Default Genders with Checking In With The Old Gang, Ash Nerve Remix. Step outside, be your personal friend. 
Yeah, I'll give that a Lordy Lordy Barry Gordy as well. Uh, was there anyone featured on that song? No, not uh, featured. No, it was uh, a remix by an artist named just Ash that Ash remix. Yep. Okay, yep. okay, just making sure because it did sort of sound like Laura Less from a hundred Gex, and I was like, "Is Brian punking me with a Laura Less feature right now?" Uh, but you weren't, and so that made me like it even more. It was sort of like Chip Tune meets Cotton Eye Joe meets like. Kishibashi or something that was very interesting because you got this this little like high pitch voice then you got that like thumping club beat which I'm assuming was that that came in on the remix I'm assuming the whole club element of it yeah a lot of the music is is quite different um but yeah there there are yeah, yeah. It's, it's but then you got all those go beautiful like strings yeah. and that like swelling orchestration uh was that present before or was that an addition there was some that was present, yeah. So but it's not like mixable. quite the same. Okay. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, I feel like I probably uh, will like that original song and album as well. And now I want to listen to this remix album. Yeah. What I uh, what I love so much, in particular about this song, but also most of the songs on both albums is yeah, there's chip tune and it's not. Or like auto tune, it's not normally my thing, as you know, but I feel like the melodies are so strong, and the melody in this song, um, to me, was just so beautiful, and the lyrics were kind of uh, dark and hidden beneath these layers of brightness, which I I really loved. I loved the the dichotomy of sound going on throughout all the music that Default Genders does. Um, and it has some of my favorite lyrics tucked in towards the end of any song that I've heard in a long time. And I, I connect with these lyrics so much. Um, when we were young, the future looked so bright. Now that we're closer, we can see that it's on fire. I used to think the best was surely yet to come. And now sometimes I think I'll die before it does. Um, not at all, like, if you just are passively listening to this song, not at all what you think would be hidden in here. Uh, and this this is just an, one ex- small example of what happens throughout um, the entire album. It, it's just beautiful, amazing, and mind-blowing. So that was Default Genders with Checking In with the Old Gang, f- the Ash Nerve remix from... Pain Mop Girl 2020, which is out now. Check it out on Bandcamp. Um, I think that Bandcamp is doing that thing where they're not taking royalties again uh, today. Go buy this. Buy this album, support Default Genders, and listen to some amazing music. All right, my last song comes from an album that was a... Surprise! What? <laughs> Really? It was a surprise album. I was trying to surprise you there, Brian. Did it work? Um, I just thought that either the video froze on Skype or <laughs> you were just like not sure what you were saying or something, but it surprised me, yes. All of those could be true knowing my history, but no, I was <laughs> right. trying to surprise you just like Starfucker surprised the world. On April 10th, <laughs> when they dropped their album. Those star fuckers. Man. They dropped their album, Future Past Life, on April 10th. And uh, this is an incredible album. I uh, first heard Starfucker. I remember I heard them back in the day uh, on Spotify radio and was like, how have I never heard of this band? They're so amazing. These songs are so catchy and cool. Uh, Ronald, Gregory, Raucous, whatever that song is probably one of my favorite songs of all time. You know what I'm talking about? I do. Um, yeah, and I was also into them based on their 2011 album Reptilians. I love that album so much. The song Julius is great. But I really love this new one, and... I feel like there's some of that great, catchy, fun indie rock energy that they had earlier, but they're uh, doing some new stuff here. So this album came about uh, when Josh Hodges, the uh, 
lead singer and songwriter for uh, Starfucker, when Josh Hodges, the lead singer, was staying in Amsterdam and uh, there was a guy staying at his house. So he connected him with these like-minded musicians in Amsterdam and they started recording some music and uh, they just clicked. They made some really cool stuff together and then Hodges brought it back home and uh, presented it to the band and they sort of recreated some of those demos and then built on it from there. And the result is this sort of funky sort of cosmic um with i've been sort of calling it tape machine rock because you know they have uh that song tape machine on their last album and it's sort of the sound they started there but with like i said sort of a cosmic sort of tropical sound injected at times and it has that sort of vintage sound sort of with some hiss and some crackle at times you know and i think it has to do with the effects on the vocals and just the way they filter certain sounds but it gives it that sort of sound where it's like you dug up some tape machine in a trash heap and played this amazing tape that's inside of it so let's take a listen to starfucker with never the same Papalaki. Papalaki, that Yay. song, that's for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. This this, uh, this album I like a lot. Uh, this uh, Starfucker's great. And um, this is the first album of theirs I've liked in a, in a while. But then also I think that I forgot they haven't released that much in the last few years. So um, I kind of for just forgot about them. This is uh, one of my favorite songs on the album. Uh, they also have yeah. a song featuring Shy Boys, which we've played on the, mm-hmm. the podcast as well. Shy Boys are great. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's so it's so good. So strummy and breezy and nice. Yeah, I, I love this song. Great melodies, great song. Good choice, Luke. Yeah. Um, but something interesting because it is sort of breezy and uh, bouncy, but 
there's the chord structures are very interesting at times and you know we were talking about like happy sounding songs with dark lyrics and we hear that all the time and i just think that's an interesting idea because we associate major chords with happiness and minor chords with sadness or darkness but i was watching this thing where they were saying that like there's cultures where all their happy songs have minor chords and sound like shit to us basically but um they they would sound like they are sad or like upsetting but those are actually the happy songs and i feel like most songs will have major and minor sort of mixed together but you can have a major chord that doesn't sound happy in the context of a different key where it doesn't belong so it's all about perspective you got to check your perspective is my point so it's just funny because we always think, oh, this song sounds happy but is sad, but um, that's just our perspective. And uh, if we check it, maybe we'll find that it is sad or it is happy, you know? But, um, you know, most songs are like life. They got the good and the bad all mixed together. You never know what you're going to get. It's like yeah. a box of chocolates. Um, exactly. Actually, I do know. There's chocolates in there. That was a stupid quote. Why did he always say that? It's like, you're always going to have no, chocolates. I think, Luke, I think it's because when you have a box of chocolates, well, I guess, no, actually it is stupid. You're right. No, because, no Brian, no, no, Forrest's no. mom is an idiot and I'm, I'm glad she's dead. <laughs> I'm okay? agreeing with you now because thinking about it, you always have like the the legend, right? Like you, you can look. Yeah, they've got the yeah, guy. you look on the bottom or, or wherever and you know what you're going to get. Unless you're too stupid to look at it. Yeah. Come on. Those, those gumps. I, I don't trust them. So that was Starfucker with Never the Same from Future Past Life. That is out now on Polyvinyl. Are you surprised? You should be. Go listen to it. All right. I'm going to take us out on an awesome song from one of my musical heroes. Um, yeah. A hero of mine for many years. Whoa. This is the band Koriki, and the the members include Ian McKay from Fugazi, Whoa. Joe Lally from Fugazi, Whoa. and Ian's wife and uh, musical partner, Amy Farina. Whoa. They play together as the Evens. Oh, yeah. And I, yeah, I, I love Fugazi so much, I went and saw the Evens back in 2013. Uh, in Ypsilanti, Michigan, at the Dreamland Theater, which I don't know if you've ever been to the Dreamland Theater, no. but it's a tiny, tiny room <laughs> where they normally put on puppet shows. And I oh, went yeah. and saw Ian McKay, like, Dude. 10 feet in front of me, and he is amazing. And it, it blew my mind that I was in, like, such a small space seeing someone to me who is, yeah. like, larger than right. life, you know? Um, that's like um, when I saw Titus Andronicus at the Magic Stick in uh, Detroit, and mm. uh, Patrick Stickles was just walking around, and it's like he's not like a huge famous person or anything. But to me, I was like, uh, and I it's like didn't talk to him ever. I would actively avoid right. him because I didn't <laughs> want to have an interaction. Right. Yeah. But anyway, so. Uh, Ian McKay, Joe Lally, Amy Farina, they're back as Co-Ricky, and they're putting out an album on your birthday. <gasps> um, Thank you, guys. Great present for you. And they have uh, one song out from it uh, so far, and it's given me so many great feels for, for Fugazi, but also different. Uh, amazing guitar, drum, bass, vocals. You got all of it on this song i love it so much and uh, i don't want to say too much about it let's just listen to it it rocks here is ko ricky with clean kill
That was a cool song, and you got to keep your kills clean these days, uh, now more than ever. As he said there, never enough soap and water. Did they write never. this recently, or is that just a happy accident? No, happy accident. Wow. Um, I guess if you can call anything happy these days, but yeah. I guess if you can call uh, anything accidents these days, you know? Right. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, uh the the song has taken on a new meaning over yeah, the last uh, right a few weeks here yeah never enough soap and water yeah um yeah that's funny that that happened um and i really uh enjoyed all the instrumentation uh specifically the drums and i see amy farina plays the drums here so fantastic work but really they were all great there was a sort of bass solo there but the bass was very interestingly mixed where was you know very like uh spread out and sort of like quiet to hear and then it all dropped out and he sings it's a clean kill quietly i liked that part uh where it sort of all broke down and then went into him singing it's a clean kill and then they went into that ending section so yeah a lot of interesting switch ups in the song and uh it's a cool sound i liked it yep yep these uh the these dudes and a dudette know what they're doing, uh, making music. Women can be dudes. For, for, that's true. Anyone can be dudes. See, now. that's the thing. Sometimes I'm like, uh, you know, because guys is like the only way, good way to like collectively call some people something casually. You know, folks. That sounds too folksy. Um, <laughs> y'all, that sounds even more folksy. Um, so. Right. 
it's like girls are guys, women are dudes. Let's let's just say that now, you know? All right. Yeah, you're right. Let's just say that now. Let's so just say that these, now. These dudes know how to make good music. They've been doing it for a long time. Um yeah, it reminds me of uh, a mix of the Evens and Fugazi, which is essentially uh, exactly what it is. Um, yeah. I love the, the clean... Sure, it's a clean kill. It's also a nice clean guitar for a lot of it. Nice. Um, and uh, a great guitar playing by Ian McKay. Classic Ian McKay voice. I, I love his, his yeah. vocals so much. He, uh, for the most part, has it nice and soft and then gets a little harder at the end um and you gotta love lollipop joe lolly on the bass there uh bringing it all home yeah that was a uh a big old fat bass in there and uh, i enjoyed it good old lollipop did you make that name up for him or is that like how he's known in the biz uh yeah no i don't think he's known as lollipop in the biz i i just made that up i think kind of like oh. when you made up steve albini baby yeah That's steve albini I, I baby him. yeah and uh his name is actually spelled like l-a-l-l-y so we could also yeah. call him like joe megan Mullally. you know just a mm, thought not as That's catchy as lollipop, not but. as catchy at all um but i'll i'll think about it i'll consider it so that was Koriki with Clean Kill from Koriki, which is out May 29th on Discord Records. All right, well, we got one last thing to do here, and that's talk about the music we're excited for coming out this week in our segment Shouts. All right, I just got a couple shouts this week. First up, we got Braids amazing band i've loved this band for years and the new single was awesome shadow offering shouts to braids check out that album also legendary duo indigo girls look long new album check it out i love indigo girls i uh, will now plug that uh awesome tignataro special where the whole last like 20 minutes are her like fucking with the audience saying the indigo girls are going to come out and do they come out you have to watch to find out wow that sounds cool yeah also the second time we talked about tig on this episode that's true yeah one more time she come she appears um tig oh it didn't work it didn't i think it's because we're in two different spots yeah probably i only got one quelle chris innocent country too really excited all of the singles for this have been amazing i'm super pumped for that he just had an awesome album too he needs to chill with the awesome albums i can't even handle it he had one last year he had another awesome album the year before he's yeah he's yeah that one with gene gray then he had that guns one yeah he's got last year awesome it's crazy hey slow down bud hey but also don't don't all right well that's gonna do it for us this week uh, but you should know that we have three daddies. We're a Planet Ant podcast powered by Pinecast, daddy number one and two. Head over to planetantpodcast.com. Also, check out the YouTube channel. You can find quality programming like the Michael Dupree Variety Hour, among so many others. That's where I found Holla. Maybe you'll find some music you like. Brian, who's our third daddy? Offshelf.net. Check it out. It's on the internet. Great website. Lots of cool features. There's an interview up right now with uh, Nikki, Sisti, and all the rest from the band Thick. Uh, another column about metal called Ears of Decay. Uh, a lot of fun stuff. And, um, oh, oh, this is cool, too. There's an interview with alex haig who made this new board game called wavelength which actually Ooh. looks really cool and i want to play it nice uh so yeah check uh check out offshelf.net also there will be an interview with la priest coming next week so look out for that written by Ooh. yours truly oh boy all right well that's gonna do it for us as always i'm luke leben telling you you better check your perspective And I'm Brian LeBen reminding you, don't let the bastards grind you down. (laughs) Best song ever!
This shit is corny.